Hey everybody. It's still sober with John Rabin. This is the I man. I uh, recorded half the podcast and realized that the uh, this this microphone is fucked, and I have one on order. So that's good. Um, this is episode two two twenty one. It's gonna be short, I think. This microphone bullshit that I'm dealing with is uh, starting to frustrate me. And I do have one. It's coming. I was like, I'll I'll make this one work. It still works. I've had it for three and a half years. And my wife's like, why don't you just buy a new goddamn microphone? And I'm like, "Uh, fine. Makes sense. Why don't I just do that, right? So I did. And um, goddamn it, I'm paranoid. One second, I'm going to go check, make sure this is recording fine. The answer is yes. As opposed to the first recording, which picked up hardly any sound at all, this actually picks up way too much sound. You can hear me breathing. It's actually kind of um, kind of irritating. I, um, I'm just going to go blind with this the rest of the time. I'm not going to listen to myself. Much like I normally do with this podcast, I just put it up and I'm like, this, this seems fine. Enjoy it. Um, yeah, so I, I looked up the microphone and apparently, because I use a Blue Yeti, and I'm like, well, I guess I'll get another Blue Yeti. Well, Blue Yeti has one that's half the cost that has the same functions. It just, it's limited the amount of functions that it has. The my current microphone has all these extra functions that I don't fucking use. So they have a new microphone and it goes, uh, it doesn't have all those other functions that you've never used. Oh, darn. Yeah, I'll take the cheap one, but I'm waiting on it. It's, uh, it's one of those shipping things where like, it could be here today or it could be here in two weeks. It's like within two weeks, either right now it's at your door or two weeks. Great. Thanks for the specifics. Appreciate it. So, um, come here. What are you doing? I have my cat trapped in the room with me. Um, because she, she does this thing where if I'm upstairs I can be petting her and she'll get down like when I'm distracted which is always and she'll leave and she'll go downstairs and then she'll just start meowing everybody else in the room I mean everybody else in the uh, in the apartment is quiet nobody else is saying shit She's downstairs, and she's meowing loudly. Or if I'm downstairs, she'll come upstairs, go to an empty room, start meowing at no one. With the intention, knowing that I'll get annoyed, and I'll go down there. Sometimes I'll just yell at her. I'll tell her to shut up, but eventually, I go down there. And then as soon as she sees me coming, she starts running away from me. Like I hit her, and I don't. Maybe I should, right? No. So she runs from me, and then I go after her, and I pick her up, and I carry her back to where I'm doing stuff, and she's purring the whole time that I'm carrying her. So clearly, 
this is learned behavior. Clearly, she's doing this to manipulate me to play her game and give her attention. Um, and it's like, just ignore her. I can't. It's annoying. I have to make it stop. So this is just the cycle that I'm, I'm going to participate in. And, um, and it's, it's the way it is. This, is. this is my life now. This is what we're... So I have her trapped in my room so that she can't do that because I just want to record this. I just want to uh, say hi to you guys, talk some shit, and go about my day. I just want this little bit of a time to get this done. Get stuff off my chest and not be bothered by the cat while I'm doing it. I don't feel like it's a huge ask. I'm tired as shit, by the way. John, what's the matter? Did you, did you have a hard time at work? Was, was work difficult? Uh, it was. Hmm. But not because work was hard. Work was fine. It just sucked for me because I was sore and tired all day because last night I spent three and a half hours putting together an armoire. Let's just call it what it is. I put together a dresser that has a mirror and doors on it because that's easier to say than an armoire. And I put it together it took me three and a half hours. To be fair, it probably should have taken about two hours. But for the first part of it, I was watching a football game. So that's on me. I knew what I was doing. And it's my wife's dresser. She didn't give me a, a deadline. She didn't say, I want this fucking thing up by midnight tonight. No, she just like, hey, it's it's here and it's in two big boxes that you can't carry up, that we together can't carry up. You'll have to, you know, carry them up in pieces. This was not something that she said to do. This was, this was my plan. I'm going to get it done in a night. Am I going to take breaks? No, that would make sense. I'm going to work straight through, bending over at the waist screwing things in into, you know, screws into wood that's on the floor, on my knees. At my age, for three and a half hours straight, I knew what I was getting into. I knew I was going to be sore the next day. But it's like, you know what? The satisfaction of a job well done is going to be worth it. And you know what? Looking back on it, it wasn't. Although I look at it, it looks great. It really livens up the room. So... You know, pat myself on my sore back. It was, it, was, it was fine. The thing about it is, this dresser, it was. It was a, uh, the manual was a book, booklet, to be fair. But it's 29 pages of instructions on assembly. It came in two boxes. It had a ton of pieces. And... So it's got these screws on it that it's like a it's like the like one third of it is a screw that screws into the wood. Then there's the middle part that's just like the straight metal, and then at the, and then there's a bulb on the top with the Phillips head, and it's like it's like 
you know, on the on the top of it, but it's got this little knob on the top of the screw. What happens is you screw it in so it sticks out there, and then that knob fits into another piece, that little round piece. You've probably seen it. So it fits in there, and then you, with a flathead, you turn that roundy thing, and it locks onto the uh, the head of that screw, and it locks like two boards into place. And that should work unless that screw doesn't have a head on it at all. And it's just like a stick that sticks out. It's like, what the fuck am I going to do with this? This isn't locking anything. Also, how do you get it into the wood? You can't even screw it. Well, that was the problem I had because the packaging gave me 24 of those screws. They were all there except for one of them didn't have a head on it. So you have to go through the instructions and go, okay, where in this dresser, in the assembly, are you fine with it not connecting well? It's like, where's the weakest link in this fucking dresser when you're assembling it that it's going to be fine, it'll be locked in another plate? So you have to strategize. So that kind of added to the time. As well as I was watching the New York Giants attempt um, a passing game that was um, not happening. So... I ended up getting it to work, but I was thinking about it and realized this is three for three of furniture bought from the Chinese through Amazon. Yeah, boo, I know, I know, I know. But all three times there has been one little thing, like a wing nut missing one time. Another time there's a storage shed that we've got out back that the that the pieces are designed like for the doors of the storage shed to face a certain way for the right door and for the left door and so the pieces are like mirror like two of the pe- to uh, like the top parts of the door they're mirror to each other um, and instead of that they gave me two right pieces instead of a left piece and a right piece so that the door doesn't shut perfectly I had to wing it I had to like make it work That's three for three. And it's like, well, you get what you pay for. No, it's, uh, I think what it is, and it's not the Chinese coming after it. They are, but I don't think the government's after this. I think it's somebody doing slave labor in in one of those manufacturing plants. I think they all are just disgruntled and tired of making, you know, tired of slave labor, making it for these quote-unquote capitalist Americans and they're like, I'll stick it to them. I'm going to let one of these shitty screws go through. (laughs) I'm going to put the wrong piece in. Just one. I think they do it on purpose. Uh, And who, you know, I don't blame them. But it's uh, frustrating. It's And I get it. I, I get the whole, well, that's why you buy American, Sean. You know, that's why you should support local business hard-working Americans. And I, and I go, yeah. You know what? You're right. I probably should. How much is that dresser? That's $1,800. Go fuck yourself. I'm going to go assemble. <laughs> I'm going to go assemble one while I watch the NFL. That's that's the, you know, and save. $1,800. The fu- Did you make it out of gold? Fucking skilled labor. Get the fuck out of here. Thank <laughs> you.
goddamn capitalism, I swear. Here's another thing. I, like I said, I'm an adult, right? I'm going to be 50 in less than two years. And I have to be told by my wife to take a shower. Nope, that's not even, that's not even accurate. Because that, you could be like, oh man, are you being nagged by your wife? I'm not. I'm not being nagged at all. I'm not even being told. I have to, it's, it's more of a, I have to be reminded that that's an option to take a shower. She, she'll do this. She goes, have you taken a shower recently? Like, as a question. Like, just out of curiosity. Not even like, ooh, you stink. I'm just kind of wondering. Have you taken a shower? And I'll have to sit there and go, sure, I, I think I did. And then I'll sit there and go, no, it's been, it's been two days. Has it been two days? Has it been three? Is this day three? That's not good. And then I'll take a shower. And I don't understand the mentality of sitting there going, oh, I don't want to take a shower. It's going to make me feel better. It'll take me almost 10 minutes. I would rather sit here and watch another Gen Z kid discover Alice in Chains on YouTube. Like, I don't understand that mentality, but I've got it. Somehow I just sit there and I'm like, why is this a problem? Why can't you... How did you function before? I think the whole idea is when I was when I was flying solo, I just kind of, you know, I did it because I just, it was just, no, it was part of a routine. But then I got married and I got comfortable and it's just like, I don't. I don't think it's a. It's. It's so much. A, ah, who cares? I'm married. I'm not trying to impress anyone. I don't think that that's it. Part of me, but I. I feel like maybe. Maybe that's an underlying thing. Where it's like, fuck it. I'm comfortable. I'm fine. I feel great. I'm happy. Like I don't. It seems a weird. It's a. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense. But uh, this is what I'm. Um, and I'm only telling you because if I bring it up and make it public, then I have to address it to myself. I have to go, and maybe I'll get an occasional email go going, hey, thank, great podcast, John. Did you shower today? And I'll be like, fuck. And it'll be like the shame, like a little bit of shame. Although a lot of it's like, yeah, that's funny. But a little bit of it be like, you know, be a little self-conscious, John. Put a put some effort. Not even a whole lot of effort. Just deal with yourself. So it's, but also because I I shave down to stubble, an electric razor, and then I shower every time I shave down to stubble. And my schedule has been every two days. I'm just like this is this is enough. You know this you know. So if I don't shower, that's that's the, the the biggest indicator, and maybe that's how she knows. Maybe that's maybe it's not a scent thing. Maybe she just looks at me and goes, "Ugh, 
time to shave slash shower. Go do go. Go there you you work you don't work from home. You go out there and have to be around people. They you know, it, it's it's not even so much me. It's like you reflect poorly on me because you have poor hygiene. Fix it. Now, she didn't say any of this, but this is me projecting and uh, determining that that's where that all that comes from. I'm just, that that's what I think. Well, I'm having problems with this mic. Uh, I'm just going to wrap something up. But I, I wanted to bring up something that um, I was thinking about because when I was reading, like, the qualifications of that uh, random person that contacted me, um, who is a, a, a counselor and physician, blah, 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 to, uh, to, to do the podcast. Um, they, were talking about, uh, they were talking about how they work to fight the stigma of, uh, of addiction. And I see that a lot about fighting against the stigma of addiction. It's like, oh, we need to uh, fight against this, you know, what people think about it. And, it. and and people keep talking about that like it's still the 80s and the 90s or even 20 years ago. You know, they're, they're, still, they're still acting like, and I don't think that there's much of a stigma. I haven't noticed. I think that every, it seems like everybody's pretty, except for, I mean, granted, there's still, that's not really, it's not the stigma, it's policies. You know, we need to work against the policies of dealing with, uh, with you know, uh, availability of treatment, you know, from a, on a, from a government level. And maybe they're trying to, maybe they're talking about the stigma um, among uh, old people or people set in their ways or think thinks certain things. I don't know. Um, the idea of it's not the stigma so much as the um, um, work on uh, being okay with your tax dollars helping out people with addiction. I guess. I don't know. I, I just it, the it's it's weird to me to fight against a stigma that I don't see there. There's not a whole lot of prejudice towards people with addiction. I think most people realize that it exists, and most people know that that needs to be that uh, that's a thing. You know, it's 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 like a disease that somebody has or a disorder, whatever you want to call it. That uh, that some people have it, and it's harder for some people. But there still is, you know, and I think the thing that bothers me about it is the idea of, uh, oh, we've got to fight against this stigma is almost like saying, you know, hey, give people a break. And I don't think people need, need a break. I think if you've got uh, a problem with addiction, it's something that, I mean, I think there is a personal responsibility that you have to work it's hard to fight it it's you you know treatment and recovery is difficult um and i it's just the, the idea of fighting against 
um, what people's perceptions of addiction are when you're still thinking that there's more and more people out there who don't understand it and we need to fight against, you know, make it. Now, I think what we need to do is make it easier for people to get help. I think it's just to me, it feels like um, a lot of unnecessary energy to fixing a problem that isn't the problem. The problem is the people that actually have addiction. It's not the uh, how does it look? You know, it's not working on the perception of a, we need to fix other people's perception of this person that has the, the addiction. No, we need to f- help the person with the addiction work on themselves and overcome it. Like we need to make that more available so that if they put forth the effort, they can get help can't make them get help but we need to make it easier for them to work on themselves to get the help that they need and then do the work if i don't know if any of that makes sense but i just don't it's it's better than it's ever been the public perception of addiction especially with the problem with fentanyl and um the opioid crisis like especially with that the the perception of people with addiction probably could get better but it's been better than it ever has been in our society i don't think that that's the issue the issue is drug policies and uh treatments and other things i don't know fentanyl testing strips um Opioid overdose reversal medication, Narcan, accessibility, um, and just the uh, uh, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of avenues that we can go, but uh, fighting fighting a stigma to me seems like uh, unnecessary. That's what I was just thinking about. Hmm. I don't know. Uh, any questions or comments uh, stillsoberpod at gmail.com appreciate it Um, I hope I get the microphone by next Tuesday next Monday or Tuesday I hope it's a new microphone because this is some bullshit (laughs) let's just start um, start doing it through my phone I guess I don't know alright we'll see you next week later Back down to earth again The cold is creeping deep inside Disconnect the telephone line